بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونستهديه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا إنه من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن نبينا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن صار على نهجه وتمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين All praises due to Allah, the most merciful, the most high We seek his help, we seek his forgiveness And we seek refuge with Allah from the evil of our own souls And from our evil deeds Whomever Allah guided will never be led astray And whomever leaves astray will never be guided I bear witness that there is no God, no creator But the most high, the exalted, the glorified, the almighty Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala And I bear witness that Muhammad is his slave and his messenger Peace and blessings be upon him Sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam ثم أما بعد أور دير بلوفد برادر سيسترز السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته and welcome to Islamic show this is your live Islam Q&A show where we receive your calls your Islamic inquiries your questions inshallah by Allah's guidance by Allah's ilm knowledge by Allah's help I will do the best I can to answer your questions by the beginning of this show I'm asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the almighty May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala open our hearts to the proper ilm, the proper knowledge. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for us to understand our deen, our religion properly and to practice it in a way that pleases Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah remove the anxiety, the depression, the stress, the pain, the sickness, the illness, the viruses, the diseases from all of our lives insha'Allah ta'ala. And may Allah make this time sincerely with ikhlas for his sake only and grant the fast recovery, al-shifa al-ajil, to all sick and ill people. Make all of us gathering with our beloved Muhammad, the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam, in Jannat al-Firdaus, paradise, on the day of resurrection. Allahumma ameen, Allahumma ameen. So I think we got a call already. Let me receive first call. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How are you, Sheikh? Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. How about you, Hussain? Alhamdulillah, Alaikum. I have a question, Sheikh, or just one question. This brother put it forward towards me, and I didn't know how to actually respond to this, so I actually told him I will speak to you, and then, inshallah, whatever you say, record it and pass it on to him. So his message to me was that... He, he admits that he's a sinner, he commits sins, and you know, he, then he's, he tries to seek forgiveness as well whenever he gets a chance. But the main problem for him is actually when, when it's time for Salah, he'll probably pray one Salah in a day. And then if he wants to pray the Salah again, like if he's praying Zohar or Asr, he's struggling to pray Maghrib or Isha or Fajr. He, has, he, he finds it really difficult. He wants to pray, but for some reason, I don't know what it is. He just can't pray. And he admits this, and then he finds it guilty as well that this is upon him, that it's a fault upon him to, to do this, but he has no way of actually uh, doing this. So if you could actually, you know, give some advice on this so I can actually tell him what okay. to do and 
Inshallah, barakallah fiqh. Jazakallah khairan for caring for others and also uh, for seeking knowledge, delivering knowledge and delivering nasiha. Inshallah, jazakallah khairi akhi for your call. I will give some advice and some guidelines, inshallah ta'ala, uh, regarding uh, that. Sinna and admission. The first step to deal with your sins, with your mistakes, is to admit it, right? And uh, let me say it is a halfway to, to seek Allah's forgiveness. And that's why the Prophet ﷺ defined Sayyidul Istighfar, the master uh, dua, the, 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 the dua that it is above all dua by which you can seek Allah's forgiveness is to say, Allahumma anta rabbi, O oh Allah, you are my Lord. وَأَنَا عَبْدُكَ وَأَنَا I am your servant. خَلَقْتَنِي وَأَنَا عَبْدُكَ You created me and I am your servant. أَعُوذُ بِكَ مِنْ شَرِّ مَا صَنَعْتَ أَبُوءُ لَكَ بِنِعْمَتِكَ عَلَيَّ وَأَبُوءُ بِذَنْبِ I seek refuge with you from what I have done, from the, from the consequences of what I have done. أَبُوءُ لَكَ بِذَنْبِ I admit my sin. So the admission itself is actually highly recommended and we have two types of people people who admit their sins and people who deny it and they ignore it and take it lightly there is no doubt that the person who admits his sin is much much better than the person who deny it or take it lightly or he think it, he has done nothing so this is the first step to seek Allah's forgiveness is to admit your sin. The second step is to make sincere repentance. Sincere repentance, أخي, to all my brothers, we are, we sometimes have this kind of laziness, has this kind of temptation, fitna in our life. We are all going through this kind of اختبار, the test. We are, we are tested in this life. And that's why sometimes we don't have the, 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 the strong, the enough strong Iman. Uh, we don't have that strength in our Iman to move uh, forward towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And sometimes we just uh, keep where we, uh, stay where we are without moving forward. We all sometimes go through that. But there are some... Some things when you do, it will help you to, to move, yeah? Uh, as I said, admission your sin. And then remembering Allah. The least you can do, the easiest you can do is to remember Allah. Keep remembering Allah. Keep saying, Astaghfirullah al-Azim. Yeah? Astaghfirullah al-Azim. So now, oh Allah, I have weakness in my faith. Place your, place your um, defects, place your weakness in your faith before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and seek his help. Without Allah, we will not be able to pray. Without Allah, we will not be able to make dua. We will not be able to fast. We will not be able to pay sadaqah, charity. We will not be able to do anything. So we need 
the help from Allah. And that's why every single rak'ah in our prayer we seek his help. Iyaka na'bud wa iyaka nasta'een. Nasta'een, we are seeking your help. And we are seeking your help not only in life's aspects, but also uh, more importantly in our religious practicing. So we seek Allah's help because without Allah's help, we will not be able to practice. Remembering Allah, placing your weakness before him and asking him for help. At that point, I am sure that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give that guy some strength. Yeah? Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, is powerful to do whatever he wills, whenever he wills. He is powerful and he is uh, able, subhanahu wa ta'ala, to uh, soften your heart towards his religion. Because you, we, we also need to make sure that when we don't pray, there is a miscommunication, misconnection between you and the Lord and the Creator. If Allah loves you enough, He loves us, but because of what you have done, maybe you, 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 the closeness is not proper now between you and Allah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you chance after chance after chance and you consume them. So it is an honor to pray. I like this definition of the prayer. You know, Salah is defined as a permission that Allah has granted us, honored us, gifted to us, bestowed upon us to stand in front of him and pray. So it is a permission to meet him. You know, when you, when you uh, have been honored to meet someone in a high position like a king, prime minister, minister, yeah, and he send you the invitation uh, and you feel proud that you got invitation yeah, in a form of paper or email or whatever to, to meet that uh, celebrity or to meet that person in a high position. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you permission to meet him at least five times a day and you don't want to. How come? The Almighty, the creator of everything, of the universe, the angels, the devils, the human beings, the animals, the fish, the birds. He created everything. The creator of everything gives you this uh, opportunity to meet him. And you don't use it. You consume it. You ignored it. This is unaccepted. So you, when you... When you uh, put this in your mind and observe it and reflect it in your heart, that will be enough to go to pray. Also, prayer is a taklif, uh, commissioning. Yeah, it is a responsibility. It is a duty to fulfill. So it needs some encouragement uh, until you taste the sweetness of it. So in the beginning, you feel it is heavy. I can't do it. Um, I will not be able to continue and so on and so forth. But, but actually, when you move yourself, push yourself to do it in the beginning, 
So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first will facilitate it for you. Second, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will enable you to taste the sweetness, the joy, the pleasure of praying. There is a pleasure of praying. There is a sweetness of praying. There is something joyful in, and enjoyable in praying. And that's why we tell people don't perform prayer. Enjoy prayer. Enjoy meeting the Almighty subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's why the Prophet sallallahu himself, he said, um, uh, I like from this dunya, like any human being, I like to have a part, to have a woman in my life. I like tib, tib perfumes. He likes to, to smell the fragrance, the, 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 the beautiful smells. وَجُعِلَتْ قُرَّةُ عَيْنِي فِي الصَّلَاةِ I love the most in this life to pray above anything else, above anything else. قُرَّةُ الْعَيْنِ So, the, you know, your eyes, when it has become cold, out of happiness. So this a traditional expression in Arabic language to express your happiness. قُرَّةُ الْعَيْنِ to see my kids. To, to go that beautiful place. Uh, to, 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 uh, to enjoy some, some types of food. The Prophet said, my, my happiness, my eyes will become cold and shiny and uh, the brightness will be like this when I pray out of pleasure, out of happiness. So there is a pleasure in prayer. And actually the person who doesn't pray is deprived from it, is deprived from it. You know this story of one of the guys from the uh, olden days in the past. He impolitely uh, talking to Allah like this. Oh Allah, I commit sins, but you don't punish me. I commit a lot of sins, but I don't see any punishment. So you are wondering that Allah does not, did not punish you? Out of his mercy, he's given you some chances. However, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the revelation to a prophet at that era, during that time. And he told the Prophet, go to my servant so and such and tell him that I actually punished him but he's not aware of my punishment. He didn't realize my punishment. Didn't I deprive him from com the communication with me? munajati, The sweetness, the joyful uh, communication with me, al-munajah, to communicate with Allah, to speak with Allah, to have the honor to pray before Allah. So when you feel like that, you, that you are actually deprived from something that some other people are enjoying and having the happiness. Yeah, I know, you, I know some people, if they didn't pray in the mosque, 
they feel that something huge is missing in their life. Yeah, so praying one prayer a day is not enough, brother. We say that five daily prayers is the least, the minimum you can do. But the more you do, the more enjoy, enjoyable uh, feeling you will get. The more you pray, the more closeness you will be granted toward, to, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So don't, inshallah, I hope those guidelines will help the brother, inshallah ta'ala, to uh, turn, turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to have the honor of praying. Is it a sin to not be married? Right. Getting married, getting married, um, uh, the ruling of getting married differs from case to another from circumstances to another, from situation to another. The least we can say about getting married is it is mustahab, it is uh, recommended, right? Sometimes it can be compulsory, sometimes it can be just permissible, sometimes it can be detestable, makruh, sometimes it can be haram. So the five uh, we call it Ahkamu Taklif al Khamsa. The five rulings in Islam haram, forbidden, uh, makruh, detestable, mustahab, uh, recommended, wajib, compulsory, mubah, permissible, can be applied in getting married, depending on your situation. If you are in a place, where there is a lot of fitna, a lot of temptation, a lot of things that can motivate you to commit something haram. You cannot lower your gaze uh, properly. You cannot protect your private part as it should be. You are most likely to commit fornication. Everything around you is uh, encouraging you to, to commit this major sin and you are able to get married, and the marriage is available for you, and you have, the, to, to, you have the means to afford it and to get married, and you are young, so the getting married is, has become compulsory upon you. You need to get married. Yeah, seeking chastity, seeking Allah's pleasure, protecting yourself from committing haram. If the, uh, the temptation is not, that you can control yourself, you can control your desire. Fasting is very effective with you when you fast more, you control your desire more. Um, you are less likely to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or to commit something haram. And also maybe you cannot afford to get married. You don't have the... the, the the, 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 the proper job, you don't have the proper place, you cannot, you will not be able to fulfill the responsibility of marriage properly, so maybe the marriage is between recommended and permissible. If you are uh, in a situation where you can, you think that I will do wrong to my future wife if I get married, I'm someone who's temper, I lose my temper easily, I, um, um, I, uh, it is very stressful for me to have someone to live with me constantly. 
or I, I have weakness physically that will, um, uh, will diminish, diminish me to function properly in terms of uh, uh, the, the duties of marriage, like uh, fulfilling, uh, the, satisfying my wife or my future wife or so. So your getting married in this case is detestable. Marrying my sister is haram, forbidden. So getting married to uh, a, a woman whose, uh, whose idda didn't finish, so the, she is divorced, yes, but still in a idda time, getting married to this woman it has become haram. Uh, uh, I need to wait. Uh, if I married her, the marriage is invalid and also and also haram. So look, marriage, getting married can be compulsory, can be recommended, can be permissible, can be detestable, and can be haram, depending on your uh, situation. We encourage people, especially young people, to get married. Why? Because the Prophet وسلم, encouraged young people to get married. O young people, whosoever is able to fulfill the duties of marriage physically and financially, let him hasten to get married. As for the marriage, is will reserve your private part and will help you to lower your gaze uh, properly. Uh, whosoever cannot afford it, so let him uh, fast. As for fasting, it is a protection for him. The Prophet ﷺ also said, The best enjoyable things, one of the best enjoyable things in this dunya is to have a righteous wife.